Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today is another fun-filled episode talking about the latest episode of DuckTales. Aren't you excited, Mark? He's joining me, by the way, all the way from the radio and apparently still out in space, possibly in a wrong dimension and a wrong time. I may have taken a wrong term at that last wormhole. Yes. Now, how is he able to give his opinion in real time? I'm just that opinionated. No, that's very much true. He's very opinionated, and we have the technology, so that should be good enough, right, guys? If not, you know, too bad. Space is a harsh mistress. It's a very harsh mistress. So on this episode, we will be going into spoiler talks for the latest episode, A Nightmare on Kill Motor Hill, Season 2, Episode 19. Yep. Once again, folks, this is a spoiler talk, so there will be spoilers ahead. You have been warned. Spoilers. Ahoy. You guys ready? I'm ready. Then here we go. So the basic synopsis for this episode is, after celebrating Webby and Lena's one-year anniversary as friends, the boys, Webby, Lena, and Violet, go to sleep. Magical. I'm reading the synopsis straight from the wiki and it just sounds so dumb. All hang out and have a slumber party. While entering the dream world through Lena's magic, they enter a lucid dimension where they get to face all the different dreams they all have. And Lena is trying to kind of keep her fears of magicka, trying to quote unquote reclaim her, surface. But all that leads to secrets that slowly reveal themselves in dramatic ways. Tum pum pum. So, Mark. I'm going to give you the floor first. What were some of your favorite moments from this episode? Uh, Honestly, it was kind of at the tail end of the episode where uh, Scrooge is pounding on the door and he says, it's almost six o'clock. Get a job. (laughs) So I was like, oh, yeah, that reminds me of my grandfather. I'll interlude real quick on this. This episode was actually pretty dang funny. Really? Because I I didn't quite find it all that funny. I, I I don't know. I guess I had some moments there, like, especially in the beginning with the unicorn horse. I don't know why. I, I just lost it there. Like, like all the characters are, like, stylized to the usual overall direction, where this horse, maybe aside from his eyes, he's kind of animated a little realistically. And I remember losing myself, like, after he said something, and then he just kind of, like, leans forward and does this... <laughs> noise and just the way they animated that had me in stitches Ah, see i thought you were going to mention the whole wait if no one's around here to dream me into existence what's going to no seriously that was one of the most hilarious moments i've seen and they didn't do anything fancy where it's like magic dust or like some weird effects no No, he's just gone it was a hard cut visually and on the audio and that was beautiful oh yeah whoever says simple is more less more is less less is more Something. I'm trying to re-say it, dang it. Less is more. That is what I'm trying to say, Mark. Okay, well, just remember, as soon as, you know, this podcast is over, you stop existing. Anyway, um, yeah, actually, it's kind of funny you mentioned the tail end. Like, I suppose the middle parts is probably kind of lukewarm, but I still kind of enjoyed it because we kind of got a more in-depth with each of the nephews on, like, what they like and all that. Um, (laughs) I did cringe a little bit. When we got to um, uh, the blue one's Huey, right? Yeah, uh, the blue one's Dewey. Dewey, Dewey. Okay, sorry. When we got to Dewey's dream with the whole high school musical thing, yeah, I cringed because I was like, eh, I don't care for that. But it was actually kind of funny where, in many ways, it was kind of opening up his insecurities. Yeah, especially with the love interest. Yeah, and the whole, like, there's a moon, and I'm always seen there cradling it and crying. I don't know what that means, but it's always there. 
And then he would just goes, I have some theories. And I'm like, I'm right there with you, brother. Right. And what's kind of funny where I guess this kind of ties in more to Lena. Actually, no, I'll backtrack a little bit. When he went to the Dewey mascot, I got some Sonic movie trailer vibes from that guy. I think it was the legs. That could be it. They are very weird legs. Yeah, the ducks have tube legs. But then when you look at that guy, he's got like butch legs. And I was like, I don't like this. (laughs) Say Uncanny Valley. But then they utilize him again with Magicka doing some Five Nights at Freddy's thing. See, that's where I was being pulled more towards. But um, if I could give a critique of it. Go ahead. There's a a criticism, if you will. I would have liked it because you first see Magicka when she comes. I think you first see her. Well, no, you see her in the forest, was it, I think, first? Where do we first see her? I can't remember. In this episode? Yeah. In the mirror or because the forest is at the end. Yeah, no, no, no. I know. But um, okay. so for lack of a better. okay, so there's the she's in the mascot in Dewey's dream, right? Uh Then in uh he, in a louis dream she's the dog catcher right yes right because because then he knows the wolf i would have liked it if i was kind of thinking that as it would progress like maybe not into our final reveal but she would just get more and more i don't know i suppose you could say monstrous looking just to kind of reflect how lena sees her yeah and they never quite go that far with it but it was fine well, I think it was more like Lena was becoming the monster. No, yeah. Well, that's what it culminates to in the sort of the climax. And Magica is pretty much the shadow of her. Yeah, the roles have been reversed. Yeah, pretty much. To kind of conclude with uh, Huey, uh, I don't think we hung out much in his world where he was just like tall and lanky and uh, Dewey was freaked out by that. Yeah. Yeah, limited no imagination, trying to open pickle jars and doing like weird like Silent Hill things with his legs or something. I don't know. I was like, yeah, okay, we're here. Uh, We did not spend much time with Violet's dream, except maybe just being in the library, but we didn't get to explore her personality. No, not at all. But I mean, I think that's kind of where she's at. Yeah, I think she's just another, like, caricature for now she, she kind of gives me I, I hate to invoke it but she kind of gives me a big bang theory sheldon vibe well i've never seen the show but i'm inclined to believe that yeah well believe me believe it but uh, you know it does it does get especially once magica finally does show up i think that's when because i think the middle kind of flounders a little bit with just kind of the and it works because it's a dream but it's kind of just the oh so random humor yeah which is kind of cool because some of the animation got to go a little crazy in the beginning this is true. I was going to ask you, actually, uh, near the beginning, when uh, uh, which one of the nephews had the phone out and he was trying to dial, but it was a whole bunch of shapes. And I think each shape was supposed to be like a, like a node to like specific cast members. But yes. There was a couple of them that I did not recognize. I was just wondering if you spotted any Easter eggs in that. Uh, I wasn't paying too much attention because he was dialing Scrooge and it was, I was looking at it and I processed it all for a second because it was like money, top hat, duck. And I was like, yeah, okay, I get that. Yeah, because the top three I knew were the nephews. Uh, you saw Scrooge's hat. You saw a I know there was a hat. Donald one. Yeah, there was a Donald hat. And there was like one with like weird red hair, which I thought was also Launchpad, but it may have been someone else. Huh. I don't know. There's probably a lot in there that we don't even notice. Well, I was going to just to culminate for the third act here. Um, we do eventually have uh, Lena trapped by Magicka in sort of the, the dreamscape and uh, Magicka kind of, uh, well, she turns Lena into a physical representation of her and then she accidentally winds up fighting her friends. But uh, 
there's a mirror thing. Magicka gets desperate. Uh, oh, there were friendship bracelets. A lot of friendship bracelets. Yep. And friendship is magical. Yeah, that's kind of like the physical uh, tie to all of this. It's been like that for a while. Yeah, it's a bit of a a, con- uh, a conductor might not be the proper term, but like a... It's definitely a conduit of some sort. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. And uh, Magicka gets foiled, and there's a little drone outside the window, and we find out Magicka has some weird prototype ESP technology on her head and looks like a crazy homeless person. I will say that much. I did not expect that. <laughs> no, that was an interesting twist. I was half expecting that Magicka was just using like cheap parlor trick magics or like, you know, lesser magic because she can't admit that much. Yeah. But, but no, she's just using technology, which my question is now, where the hell did she get that? Yeah, that's going to be interesting, especially if what I've seen in some episode previews furthers. I'm not going to spoil anything for you, Matt, but I kind of thought it was going to be sort of cheap parlor tricks almost even too, just because that's kind of where Magicka's powers started from a more in the comic books. She wasn't quite, you know. She wasn't like a natural born witch. Not necessarily, no. Like she definitely, she used smoke bombs. Right. Well, it's actually kind of funny, like uh, to kind of conclude on this review, because I think we went through the episode pretty thoroughly. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to talk about Lena a little bit here on like what exactly she could be. Because, mm-hmm. like, I understood her fear of, like, she came from Magicka's shadow, and so she's afraid that she might become exactly like her. But part of me wonders, like, I wonder if Lena is supposed to be more like the yin to her yang of Magicka, mm-hmm. meaning, like, I- I'm trying not to dwell on some of these tropes that we see in, like, movies and anime and stuff like that. But sometimes when you have a character who goes full dark side, they have to expel out their light side or something. I kind of think that's what they're going for. Yeah, I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying, like, I wonder if that's kind of like what Lena is. So, like, a whole fear of, like, being evil. It's like, that's not really your nature because your natural instincts are to help your friends even in dire situations. Mm -hmm. And that whole, like, blockade that you're creating in your head is just that. It's in your head. You're just naturally good. And luckily, you got the magic side of it. It's Magicka. Her magic was expunged a while ago yeah which is good because i've seen well they're gonna have to do some i've been spoiled by images of upcoming episodes not that like i know anything but just there's certain visual hints that i'm like something happened no why why would you do that to yourself mark i didn't the internet did and i was weak damn you internet damn you damn you this magical thing that we're using how atrocious to spoil Mark with spoilers and all kinds of spoilers and imagery. This is an outrage. I don't know why I turned exactly. into Kelsey Grammer for a second there. Anyway. That was actually pretty good. Thank you, man. But I enjoyed this episode overall, I think. I mean, like uh, you said, it wasn't as funny. I-, I mean, I thought it was funny in the beginning, but it was interesting throughout. So that's kind of where I lie. Uh, what about you? I think I'm in the boat, same boat, just at a different side of the boat. Hmm. So pretty much, uh, I'm Magicka and you're Alina. Cool. Yeah, I'm better. You're not. No. <laughs> and you're spoiled, apparently. And I'm also a home. I'm also homeless. No, that's me. I'm Magicka. Oh. You're getting mixed up, man. Well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Lena's still living like under the pier. Yeah, that that was actually my question. I was thinking in the beginning, like when they were doing the whole sleepover thing. I was like. Where is Lena staying? Like, I kind of assumed that they were staying at Duck Manor because of, like, the whole reveal or something, like, recently or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be weird for her to still be living, like, in that amphitheater because, like, Magica would know where she is. But then again, that could also explain how she was able to get the, you know, the ESP device on her, though we never quite see it. Yeah, maybe. 
But I guess those are questions that are going to be answered later on. And the best part is, I'm pretty sure they might. Anywho, folks, I think that'll do it for our little review for episode 19, A Nightmare on Kill Motor Hill, which apparently, Mark, you told me earlier, that has something to do with a vault. Yes, and Kill Motor Hill is the hill that uh, the vault is on, Scrooge's money bin is on in the comics. So that's a pretty deep cut, because I'm pretty sure that never really comes up much in name. Yeah, because I saw, well, I mean, why would it? It's got the word kill in it and motor, so I was like, it's kind of a strange name. Comics, man. Comics are crazy. That's very true. Anywho, folks, that'll do it for our review now. Hey, if you enjoy reviews just like this, please consider going to my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Matt Seller. Consider donating as low as a dollar a month. Any amount will help go towards my podcast like this, art, animation, and content made just for you. Oh, and more importantly, though, let us know in the comment section below, what did you think about this episode, A Nightmare on Kill Motor Hill? Did I say that wrong? No, you said it right. I did. Well, let us know. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join the conversation. Also, do you happen to know how to get out of alternate dimensions? Any little bit helps. That would greatly help Mark in his current predicament. Like this video? Be sure to subscribe, ring that bell, so you're notified when videos drop. And I think that's all the plugging I got left. You feel good about that? Not really. I don't want to go. But we'll be back tomorrow, so don't you worry. And hopefully I'll be in a different alternate dimension, at best. I know. We're really hoping he'll get back to Earth soon. This one doesn't have tacos. This is Matt Sella. This is Mark. And I want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you.